With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Ignite your life with passion and purpose. Your health, your wealth, your happiness. Make it good. This is Modern Love with Dr. Brenda Wade. A big thank you to Rainbow Grocery, our favorite grocery store here in the San Francisco Bay Area, for being our sponsor, because a healthy body is a sexy body. Hello there, modern lovers, and you know what else makes us healthy and sexy? It's art. It is art. And there is a beautiful saying from the philosopher Rudolf Steiner that says, art is the window to the soul. And our guest today is Margot Hall. As the new artistic director of the Lorraine Hansberry Theater, legendary 40-year-old Lorraine Hansberry Theater, she is opening that window to the soul so wide as the director of Hieroglyph. That's her directorial debut as the artistic director at Lorraine Hansberry Theater. And this is the only theater that has been certified and allowed to use Lorraine Hansberry's name. And to make it all even more meaningful, this is the 40th anniversary of Lorraine Hansberry's Raisin in the Sun, the epic play that's been made into films, as you all know, that's inspired any number of different productions. So let me tell you a little bit more about our guest, Margot Hall. She is the first woman black woman director of the Lorraine Hansberry Theater, the first woman at all, and only the third black woman in the United States to be the artistic director of a major theater company. And she has just made a huge splash. We've had critical reviews from all over the world for her directorial debut of Hieroglyph, the play Hieroglyph, which traverses the intersection of environmental racism, sexual violence, displacement, and the play has been called Electrifying. So welcome, welcome to Modern Love Radio, Ms. Margot Hall. Hey, Brenda. Thank you so much for having me. It is such a pleasure to be here. Well, it's great to have you, and the reviews that I've been reading on your directorial debut are amazing. What's your favorite review that you've gotten on Hieroglyph? Well, like you said, they've just been so insightful and wonderful. And I guess one of my favorites is uh, one of our old-time Bay Area critics, Chad Jones. I've known Chad for years. And um, when things 
uh, shut down for a lot of newspapers around hiring uh, art critics. Chad went out on his own and started a blog, and he always understands the type of rigorous work we do here in the Bay. So I really appreciated um, what he was saying and, uh, and how he got the play, you know. And he talks about, he says that um, it is one of the most effective pandemic productions he's seen uh, because it is a streamed live production. Uh, we went into the theater. We filmed the play in three days with these powerhouse actors, and we wanted to make sure that we gave a theatrical experience um, through a virtual uh, platform. And I think we were really successful in doing that. Fantastic. Well, the reviews, using words like electrifying, now that's, that's a great word. And I know that everything that you've done in your career has been about touching projects, creating projects. You've been an actor yourself as well as a director, a writer, a producer. I mean, you've done it all, Margot. But if you were to say what has prepared you best to be the new executive director at Lorraine Hansberry, what would you say about your own story, your own background? Well, I guess one of the things that has always um, driven me forward is an opportunity to give back. And I have been a mentor all my life. I'm also an educator. I teach at UC Berkeley and at Chabot College in Hayward, as well as uh, all of my other artistic endeavors. But I have always had mentors, and I have always been a mentor. And now, taking on the position as the artistic director of a culturally specific theater company just gives me more of an opportunity to create um, new works and also opportunities for other artists. So that has always pushed me forward, and that was one of my main reasons in, in taking on the helm of the Lorraine Hansberry Theater because it really gives me an opportunity to do for others. Um, and when you say do for others, what does that mean that people will take away from a production like Hieroglyph? Can you tell a little bit without giving away the whole story? And we don't want to give away the, the drama because I'm hoping people will join us to see it before yeah, the well, run ends. Yeah. Give it the I, taste. I mean, just giving the opportunity to Erica Dickerson Dispenza, who's this amazing young black female queer playwright who is doing writing a 10-play cycle on Hurricane Katrina. Um, she has a family legacy in New Orleans, and it's so exciting to work with her and to highlight her and showcase this amazing play, uh, which deals with issues around young black women and abuse. Um, we have witnessed, unfortunately, uh, a lot of occasions when black women's trauma and uh, the abuse of black women and even murder of black women has not been recognized as a national crisis. So I applaud uh, Erica for bringing that to the stage in a way that's palatable and in a way that tells a story of hope 
and survival. So having that platform for emerging artists is also very important to the work that I plan to do at the Lorraine Hansberry Theater. That's fantastic because the story is so important. And as you said, it is underreported, and there's a lot of data showing that those stories get underreported, the police underrespond. There isn't the same kind of outcry if there's an injury or harm done to a woman if she's a woman of color versus a woman who's not a woman of color. So it is one of the many things when we talk about theater as medicine and healing the soul, this is a way for us to kind of wrap our hearts around things that need to be healed. So, Margo, what is your highest intention? You talked about wanting to bring new playwrights. You talked about wanting to bring certain kinds of content. But what is it you want? What's your highest intention for the audience? What do you want them to leave with? Those who are definitely going to make time to join us for a hieroglyph and hang in there, guys, because I'm going to tell you exactly how in just a little bit. But what do you want people to take away, Margo? I, I want people to understand that we are in a national crisis. And I want people to see how Hurricane Katrina and other um, national disasters, the pandemic, all of that uh, just create more chaos in our black and brown communities. And hopefully they'll get a picture of a family that's just like everyone else's family uh, that is struggling and trying to find their place in the world with all of this trauma in their lives. And hopefully the audience will come to it with a place of empathy and understanding of why it's so important when we speak on uh, Black Lives Matter, when we talk about opportunities for people to support black and brown communities and how their support can help people deal with these situations. I mean, Hurricane Katrina was never really uh, recognized as the disaster it was. Uh, people still are not speaking on all of the trauma that happened in the Superdome, and the play addresses that. Uh, It gives us an opportunity to sort of revisit that and think about, you know, this so many years later. That was 2005. Yes. Where are we now in the world of a current pandemic? Um, It totally speaks to the time. Right. Right. Uh, You know, I never thought about that, comparing what happened in Katrina with what we're dealing with today with the pandemic. Well, we're going to hit pause for one minute, Margo, and then I want you to give us just a little taste of what the critics have said. But first, I want everyone to know that you can join me Thursday, April 22nd, for a complimentary live event. It's called New Life After Lockdown, Spring into Love and Prosperity. Now, we're starting to come out of lockdown. Margo just spoke to how traumatic it has been for so many people, traumatic financially, traumatic in terms of what's happening in relationships. You all know the divorce rate has spiked 
not just in America to over 30%, but also around the world. What has happened in our homes, our jobs, our finances? So we're going to spring into love and prosperity. You're going to get to heal some of the wounds that have occurred because not only are we going to do about an hour and a half in a complimentary event on Thursday, we're going to follow up on that Saturday with a three-hour event to go even deeper to give you practices that will help you to heal and rebuild after lockdown. So you can go to Eventbrite right now and grab your free ticket or email me at love at docway.com for more information. And we had this question come in. Uh, this is our Dear Dr. Brenda question. It says, I'm a married woman with an active social life. My husband and I met in college. We're committed to one another's success and happiness, but recent events have strained our marriage. My husband has hinted he'd like to introduce another person into our lovemaking session, something we did a few times when we were young. As a mature woman, I'm not comfortable with this request, but I'm afraid if I deny him what he wants, he'll leave me. What should I do? Ooh, good question. Okay, number one, guys, here are the rules. You don't ever engage in any kind of sexual encounter of any kind if you're not comfortable. You need to sit down, talk it out with your husband, your partner, whoever it is, and say, this is what I'm not comfortable with. Here are my boundaries. If you want this for a particular reason, tell me what the reason is. Do you want to spice things up? Do you want to change things and make it more interesting? Let's figure out a way to accomplish the intention without creating a risk to our relationship. And this is a deep conversation you need to have, and you need to take your time. No blaming, no shaming, no put-downs, just open-ended questions. What would you most like to have out of this? What would it look like for you if we both were comfortable? How can we bring whatever it is we want to our relationship without risk. Okay, you got that? Great question. Now back to Margo. My question to you is of all the reviews, what was said that was most meaningful to you? And I want you to tell people about the award that you just won yesterday. Um, sure. Uh, if I go back to something that Chad said, he spoke on the issues in the play, and he says, uh, no play can address all the ills of society, but a well-told family story that digs into the lives and psyches of human beings doing their best to get from day to day can reveal a whole lot about where we've gone wrong or occasional where we've got something right. Um, Erica Dickerson dispenses play about a black family navigating intense trauma is one of those plays that feels small, only for a character, but it grows into something epic on an emotional level. And I think he really captures the essence of the play and how it is a story of an everyday family navigating trauma and also that promise of hope, because in the end, the family comes together to save Davis, the 
story centers. Oh, around don't give away the ending. Don't give away okay. the ending. <laughs> dag, 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 dag. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I want people to be intrigued. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So, um, you know, one of the other things, Margo, is you have, in case people don't know, I just have to throw this in. Marco, Margo recently appeared in the hit film Blind Spotting with Oakland David David Diggs and All Day and the Night on Netflix. She was last seen on stage in Exit Strategy at the Aurora Theater. She directed How I Learned What I Learned for the Marin Theater Company. And she has also acted with Marin Theater Company. She was in Jazz, Skeleton Crew, Gem of the Ocean, Fences, Seven Guitars, and just has an extensive career on the boards, directing, performing, So when she's speaking about theater, I just want you to know you're talking to the quintessential (laughs) veteran. Now, the Katrina theme, I just have to full disclosure, hits so close to home for me because my family was also in the midst of Katrina. We lost, Mm. of the family that was there, 24 homes were lost. Uh, We had eight members of our family die as a result Mm. of Katrina and Katrina-related deaths, and it was a terrible tragedy, not just for our family, but so many in the neighborhood that my mother is from, the Ninth Ward, which is right up against the canal. They were just wiped out and still haven't recovered, still haven't recovered. There's still a lot of boarded-up houses there, and the neighborhood will never come back, and that was a thriving community where everybody knew everybody, I was a little girl, and I couldn't get in trouble, Margo, because everybody knew I was Mrs. (laughs) Scott's granddaughter. And they'd say, Mm -hmm. aren't you Mrs. Scott's granddaughter? I'm going to call your grandmother and tell her what you're doing. It's like, oh, dear God, please don't call her. So that's a lot. And it it takes just understanding what was there before. So this play is very, very important because most people don't know what it was like before Katrina, mm-hmm. how intact, how how beautiful, how supportive that community really was, and yeah. what it means to have your whole family scattered all over the country now and shattered yeah. because of mm-hmm. Katrina and what people went through who were there, who yeah. were actually there was so traumatizing. Now, what, I'm just curious, is there a level of satisfaction that you get personally from providing theater with a message? Oh, yes. Um, I make it a point to do theater that can change people. Um, I make it a point to do theater that can move people to empathy and understanding. And the satisfaction I get is, one, for my actors to be able to embody these characters and tell the story and also for our community to come together and, and fellowship and witness something together and have a community response, a response that reaches out not just through our community but throughout, uh, you know, the world. Because even though you're making a, a change in a really small arena, everyone in that arena belongs to someone else, and it just goes out and out and out. So just telling this little story creates a buzz around uh, these issues and around Hurricane Katrina, just like what we're talking about right Mm -hmm. now. 
Mm-hmm. And that will go out and continue to create conversation because right now is a time of big conversation around big issues of equity and justice and police reform and uh, homelessness uh, reform and all of these big issues we're tackling. So any moment to drop in and have a moment of empathy will open us all up to continue to create change. And that's the kind of work that I have to do. Um, mm. I have no other choice. <laughs> you have no other choice. And, Margo, I hope people will make the choice, and everyone, I want to invite you to make the choice, to see this wonderful and powerful production. And I invite you to see it with a group. We are putting a group together. We're all going to be together on April 3rd. Here, those are connected with Modern Love Training and Relationships. And if you want to connect with us, just send an email to love at docway.com. We'll let you know how to join our group. It's going to also feature some lovely wines from Teneral Cellars, which is also going to be contributing proceeds from the sale of wines to the Lorraine Hansberry Theater because every theater, every performer, everyone in the arts has been hard hit during this time of COVID, and artists as a rule, as you all know, kind of live a bit on the edge as it is because we don't support arts in this country the way other countries support their artists. You know, other countries do a much better job than we do. So, Margot mm-hmm. Hall, what do you want to leave us with about hieroglyphs? Well, I just would like to invite you to see the production. I think in this time where we are not um, able to go into the theaters that Lorraine Hansberry Theater and SF Playhouse in this co-production has really uh, given you an opportunity to see theater in a way uh, that will give you a really close experience as if you are in the theater. By watching a live film production, uh, it gives you that sense of community. Um, And I invite you to take an opportunity to support uh, theater at this time by purchasing a ticket and supporting the actors that were part of the play and also giving yourself an opportunity to have a moment of empathy for all of us that are dealing with trauma and issues during this pandemic. And that's just about everybody. And Margot. Hall has very graciously agreed to do a live talkback for that theater party that I just invited you to. Margot will be speaking live afterwards. She can take your questions and engage in a deeper conversation with us about the play after we've all seen it together. We'll be viewing it together April 3rd. Send a note to love at docway.com to find out how to join how to order your Teneral wines, which you can order at a 20% discount, how they can contribute to the theater. And best of all, you will have a heart-opening, heartwarming experience that you can share with a community and get to talk with our brilliant director. Margo, I can't thank you enough for taking the time to talk with us here at Modern Love Radio. And everyone, be sure you put this on your calendar April 3rd, if that date doesn't work, uh, the play is closing. Closing date is coming right up. So this is your last chance to grab tickets. If you can't do the third, grab a ticket where you can. 
And let me remind you, new life, new life after lockdown, Spring into Love and Prosperity, a complimentary live event. And that is happening Thursday, April 22nd, followed by a three-hour event on Saturday, which will be April 24th. Got it, 24th. Okay, for more info, loveitdocway.com. And thank you to our executive producer, Mr. Cliff Dunning, and to all you modern lovers, go out there, open your hearts, love, celebrate life. Even during a pandemic, we have the biggest gift we can give and receive. That's love. Thanks again to Margot Hall of the Lorraine Hansbury Theater. Blessings, everyone. Thank you. Thank you, thank Margot. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure. Bye for now. That's it. Thank you, Margot. That was great. Uh, this will be on uh, the program tonight at 6.30, and I hope it generates some ticket sales. <laughs> yeah, great. Thank you. What? What? How do I listen to this? I'll send you a copy of the audio. Oh, okay. Great. Uh, unless, you, unless you have your favorite uh, – I'll just send you a copy of the audio. It's, it's better than trying to track it down on the network. All right? Okay, or I could. I'm just saying when it if you says it's airing tonight, what is the station and all of that? I don't have. That. Uh, it, it's a podcast, so it goes out to a, a, any uh, anybody who has a network uh, that listens to podcasts. So it'll go to iTunes. Okay, so I have a Spotify. Okay. Yeah, but I'll send you the direct link, Margo, so you don't have to go yes. sh- searching for it. Okay, sounds good. All right, all right. thanks Thank again. You so much. Okay, bye bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.